0: Alright folks, welcome to an episode of the Chirpin' Yotes Podcast Fireside Edition. Obviously uh, audio only, so if you're watching us on YouTube, you can go ahead and put your phone screen down and we'll see our pretty faces this week. I got Grandy, uh, we're just going to kind of talk about the recent Coyote Change, announcement we'll of announce the uh, channel slash podcast, but uh, first, Mr. Grandy, how are you doing?
1: Doing pretty good, I think. I don't know, it's been a long couple weeks for myself,
0: and uh, it's it's been a drag.
1: But how are you doing, man?
0: Doing well. Um, actually, one small announcement for the channel, uh, PC, it's built, uh, either this week or next. Uh, we'll have a lot of things coming up for you guys. Uh, We've planned some live streams, planning some different things here and there. But finally, took the jump and got a PC, not just for the, but also for gaming as well. So looking forward to that. Drop your Steam name. But... Yeah, so let's get into this thing. So we have another announcement, I guess. I should have started with that. Uh, Fantasy Hockey. Uh, I sent the link. Some of you already have it, um, but feel free to join. We're just going to have it once the podcast boys, a couple of the people out there. Uh, I think we are planning to give away some prizes, but uh, between the draft time, potential prizes, things like that, we will keep you updated on our podcast Twitter, so please keep an eye on that. And now, with the housekeeping out of the way, right now, currently, the most of the Coyotes, I'd say probably our NHL roster is down, down under in uh, Australia for the NHL global series. Um, Grandy. So, I mean, besides the roster, what do you, what do you think of this overall project? This, this global series NHL trying to do?
1: So, yeah, before we touch on the, before we touch on the, um, Shit. my bad, <laughs> Before we touch on the roster itself,
0: it's been a long week.
1: I, I told you guys it's it's been it's been a, it's been a the week. It's yeah, yeah. sure has. I, I warned Tyler about this before we started the podcast. I just it, it's it's tough. Anyways, <laughs> you know my mantra is grow the game, grow the game, grow the game, and. That's exactly what they're doing. Um, Getting more eyes on the game, more global eyes on the game, and I love to see it. Keep these going. Go to new and unusual places. Go places you don't think... That you may not seem like the mainstream places. And the best possible team to send to a place like that is... The team in the desert itself that isn't in the most mainstream place. So, but,
0: I agree. Uh, I, and also, technically, we're, I think, us and the Kings, and I guess the Kraken, technically, we're kind of the closest to Australia. I mean, obviously, an ocean away, but technically the closest. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense to bring us there for that as well. And also, I mean, I'm pretty sure even though it's Australia, I'm sure they know who the Wings, the Maple Leafs. I'm sure they know those teams. So to exhibit, like you said, two young and upcoming NHL teams, I think it was a better idea. Not just because, you know, Coyote's bias there maybe a little bit, but I think it was a great idea. I think this is what the NHL really needs. I think this is what the NHL's kind of been behind on in certain aspects. So I'm just glad they're doing steps like this. I think it's a great idea. So, but our roster, but, I mean, I know we, what's it, go ahead.
1: Oh, so our roster that we brought down there for forwards it is Nick Bukestead, Travis Boyd, Michael Carcone, Logan Cooley, Lawson Kraus, Dylan Gunther, Barrett Hayton, Alex Kerfoot, Clayton Keller, Matthias Michelli, Jack McBain, Liam O'Brien, Nick Schmaltz, and Jason Zucker. For so defenseman it is Josh Brown, Travis Dermott, Matt Dumba. John Jersey, JJ Moser, Victor Soderstrom, Troy Stetcher, and Yusuf Balamaki. And goalies is Connor Ingram, Andrew Oak, and Carol Yeah, That is essentially going to be the team we see for the most part. You will have a few cuts on there, but that's going to be the team we see this year. So
0: why do you think went with uh, the I think that was just to kind of showcase instead of just showing a bunch of rookie 18 year olds kind of showcase more NHL talent?
1: Yeah, showcase more NHL talent and to give the guys that are on the team the reward because who doesn't want to go to Australia?
0: Yeah, at all expense so. pay trip to Australia, why not?
1: Exactly. Like go play I mean, with kangaroos. On. Uh, who hasn't wanted to go to Australia? Who doesn't have an Australia trip on their bucket list?
0: Especially with you know us growing up with the crocodile hunter, especially like that's definitely you know, a good reason to go over there. So
1: yeah, my hero growing up. Um, yeah, but mine I too. It's it's also a very exciting roster because when you look at that and you compare it to the rosters of the last two years, it, it's such it's so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: it is. Yeah. Uh,
1: you see four really strong forward lines. You see, um, defense, defense is still a work in progress, but you see quality there. And then our goalies, Connor Ingram and Carol and have both shown that they belong. And even though I've said on the pod, I think Connor Ingram will take the one A job this year. They're both quality goalies and showed it last year for multiple multiple times. This is this is an exciting year to be a Coyotes fan, and just just buckle up.
0: I'm excited. I'm really really excited. It's going to be no more cheering for losses. No more none of that. This is the fun part of the rebuild. Well, besides the potential playoff runs but i digress
1: now let me ask you this oh this is what we waited for two years ago this is what we talked about as we're not going to be a playoff team this year more than likely barring something's going wrong for other teams and something's going very right for us we are more than likely not going to be a playoff team but we are going to be competitive we are going to be a tough out every night Two years ago, we talked about how this is the next step in the natural progression. Yep. Um, and I was I entering the offseason, I was really worried about a letdown. I was really worried about a letdown. We talked about it at length on and off pod that yep. we had some things last year winning-wise that were unsustainable that I didn't think we're gonna repeat. And if we iced the same team again, I thought we were just we were going to take a small step back, even if it still meant we were on track for the grand scheme of things, we were going to take a small step back. With the additions we made, that's not a concern anymore. We I think we take a step forward. again, I don't think we'll be a playoff team per se, but we will definitely take a step forward. We will be a tough out. It's gonna be fun. It's going to be fun. It
0: definitely is. And I think, uh, I know you've said on a pod, we've all kind of discussed it, but we're essentially the D-backs of last year. We're not the D-backs this year. Well, at least I don't think. But good comparison there. So, still exciting stuff. I don't know. The D-backs,
1: the D-backs this year might be a more apt comparison. Because, I don't know, maybe it is last year. Because did Corbin Carroll make his debut last year?
0: Yeah, he did, but only not for long and then we just got jordan lawler got called up what two weeks ago now so we think we pretty much have our top prospects playing right now but
1: logan logan cooley is our corbin carroll oh
0: 100 he is the center he's gonna be exciting going
1: forward so oh yeah the most ex- yeah the most exciting young player i shouldn't say centerpiece because until proven otherwise that is going to be clayton keller this is still keller's team 100
0: yeah Well, it's like when we, I hate to make the comparison to this player in particular, but the idea of the player, it's like Booker with Aiton. You know, Aiton was the first overall pick, but, you know, you know, we know how that turned out, but still not, 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 hopefully he's not going to be an Aiton. I hope to, I hope to God not, but because that is rough. That's rough. actually remember I was living in San Antonio and I remember the first game, the Suns came to San Antonio with DeAndre Aiton. I remember my buddy, Zach, got me into basketball. He was like, hey, check it out. You know, DeAndre's supposed to be really good. And it, it was—he was okay then, his first year. But man, just to see what happened—the excitement between then and now—is just oh boy,
1: oh boy. Uh, I mean, we don't mm. want to go too off-topic here, but
0: no. But
1: to me, it's—he's—he's never progressed as a player. He's still the same player he was as a rookie. The frustrating inconsistencies, mm-hmm. the the lack of concentration, just stuff like yep. that. But again, let's get back on topic.
0: Actually, one quick thing. Can we just say I'm gonna say this off top? I know it's off top, but of I just have to say it. Are we gonna get a, a rebound? Because this fucking Blake, bro, you can cut glass with those things. Is that you think he's gonna come back and do really well? well I just thought I was about him the Metaskins earlier, broke, but
1: you broke up with uh, broke up during Oh, that. did I? What was that? Yeah. Sorry,
0: I said um, Kyler Murray. You think he's gonna become the big bounce back, or are we kind of like? Trade bait because I mean, it looks like he's really stepped up. At least, you know, obviously, videos are going to hype him up more, but it looks like he's so, really kind of, you know,
1: I don't. Th- I'm going to leave the analysis of that to our more knowledgeable friends, um, uh, Red Bird on Red Max Zone. Po- yes, Red Bird Red Zone. They're on live Max today, podcast. actually. So, personally, I think Kyler Murray is going to be back. I still think we are bad, and I think we'll finish with a top pick. But that pick will be Marvin Harrison Jr., and we will have a great core, a great one-two punch with those two
0: going forward. Works for me. But I guess we go back to Coyotes news now. Uh, So, your favorite prospect, or maybe, you were at least a fan club leader. He just got a con extension. So, what are we thinking? How do you feel about it? Do you like the numbers? What do you think? This is definitely your department so,
1: here. And what if, you, if you're not aware, what Tyler is referring to there is, when I first joined Twitter several years ago, my Twitter handle was the Yan Unique fan club leader. Yes, I was mm-hmm. one of those. Um, <laughs> so, we all live and learn,
0: you know? <laughs> so, I don't, but others do.
1: Um. I still really like Yan I think he's an NHL player, but he's a bottom six player. He's not going to play top six minutes on good teams. And looking at our team, with what we just mentioned, let's say he has to beat out three of those players to get consistent ice time this year. Which of those three players is he beating out? Uh, I don't mm-hmm. see it. I just, yeah. I don't see it, and I love him, and I think he'll do great. But he has a real strong uphill battle to make this team. Um, that being said, he is going to be a massive boost to the AHL team. Um, with the new addition of Josh Doan, who's had a phenomenal rookie tournament, by the way. Yeah, just absolutely phenomenal. Love to see the Doan name living on like that. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely but he's going to be a real strong boost there and a the guy that can be called up. If we flounder and are looking out of the playoffs and decide to move a few of the guys who won't be back next year, that opens up more spots for unique. But I think, I still think the holdout was he didn't, he sees the same thing I just talked about. He didn't see the roster spots and that hasn't changed. So okay,
0: Tucson legend if,
1: though. Come to camp. Come to camp, Unique. Fight that battle with a fire. Try to take that spot. Don't get frustrated when they send you to the AHL. Fight down there. Battle down there. And get called up halfway through the season. That is what I would consider a very successful year for Yen Unique.
0: We'll see be fun. We'll definitely be uh, keeping up with camp as well with this podcast. Starting to ramp up with the coverage. Finally, the, that lull period is over. I missed hockey. It's it's starting to get rough over here, boys, but we're doing okay. So, next thing I wanted to mention is something I actually ha- I have opinions opinions on and just didn't really found the time or the place to really kind of stick it in. We kind of usually the last couple, well, that's what she said. Thank you. Um, that's um uh, You know, we've always had pods that are pretty busy and packed with actual legitimate news. But the Dasher boards, which I didn't know that's what they were called, the digital Dasher boards, I want to say it was was Wasinski or Friedman. I don't remember off the top of my head. He had a tweet about them and how they kind of block the puck when you get close to them, whatever. So I I guess I was just wondering, what what do you think of the digital dashboard? I know obviously it makes the NHL more money and revenue and things like that. So I I understand why they're there. But what do you personally think of them? Do you care? Do you notice? Is it something you're like, oh, yeah.
1: First off, I know you said you had something, so I want you to go, so I don't see oh, any of your things.
0: Well, my, I, I'm okay. So, I get the idea of them. I understand NHL's got to make your money. I know pandemic and all that stuff really put a damper on a lot of things, money wise. So, I, I, that I understand. My grievances, though, I, I like seeing the dasher boards of other arenas because you can see. And I know it's a small thing, totally small thing. And I recognize that. But it was cool seeing the different regional things that they'd have there. Obviously, you have your same ones, NHL.com, NHLshop.com, Fanatics, blah, blah, blah. But like Pizza 43 or even ours, you know, Heather River Arena. It was just cool to see. It was like you kind of got to, I don't know, exposure to the different regions of this country in Canada. And it does look kind of weird, though. The dashboards do look weird. When they're digital, you can tell it's like an overlay. But, I mean, outside of that, I mean, if they they stay, they stay. I don't really, I'm not going to like lose sleep over it. but. Famous old man.
1: They have a tendency of glitching, and when they glitch, they glitch bad. It looks. And I've weird. heard, I've seen on Twitter too. One thing that that has caused, and this is what I wanted to talk about myself, was people with seizures have had have struggled with them. Oh, um, I didn't think of that way. I've yeah. seen I've seen multiple people talk about it. Maybe it's just my corner. Maybe it's not actually that big of a deal. But I have mm-hmm. seen people talk about how uh, a guy's daughter can't watch games anymore because she's now had seizures get triggered three or four times watching games, and it's like it, he can't do it. Um. I question, and again, even talking about away from that, when they glitch, they glitch bad and it becomes a horrible distraction. Is the money you're making off of these digital boards really enough to make up for these issues it causes? And I just don't see a way. Now, granted, they are losing one of their biggest sponsors who it sounds like will not be paying them their money next season. But...
0: What sponsor is that? Um. Oh, uh, what's it called? Oh, i trying to remember. It's, it's, a, sports sounds mirror, but I... it's a sports... It's oh, a, sports a biosteel.
1: Ring. Yes, biosteel, that's it.
0: That's right, that's right. I knew it. I was like, wait, I heard something like this. That's right, yeah. I didn't watch the hockey guys video on it, but uh, yeah, biosteel, that's right. Um... That's yeah, and
1: losing that—that's four hundred million dollars. Apparently, they owe the NHL that they're not paying next season. That's a pretty decent-sized blow.
0: The NHL is really taking a lot of L's this past couple of years. I mean, and it's Lord. such a
1: bummer because they really should be growing. They should be seizing this momentum. They have more young talent coming into the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm guessing not a lot of people played or paid attention to many. Of the prospect tournaments across the league but um in chicago as much as we hate to say it connor bedard looked incredible um in columbus they have a couple of young guys on their way up that just are very exciting up. with jordan Dumois and adam fantilli
0: that's right. If it, until he went he to Columbus, I don't know why. I keep thinking he went to Anaheim. Still, duh. I don't know why. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, no, that's right.
1: Anaheim took, Anaheim took Leo Carlson older with.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember a now. A
1: decision I think they are going to regret for a while. Oh, that's,
0: oh, that's going to be that's a fat L coming. Oh my god. I don't, I don't know why they did. that. I can't think of the logic behind that. I really can't.
1: I think it was um, Leo Carlson looks like a better defender. Looks like more of a playmaker, I guess. But they but, think I mean, he's Adam a better—he's a think he's a better fit with Trevor Zegers. Would be my guess. Uh, Again, uh, huh. I don't see the logic there, especially with Fantilli yeah. seeming to complement Zegers' game really well with his. Power forward style and Zegers' playmaking off the wings style because the A's have two playmakers,
0: I guess. All okay. right, whatever. Yeah. I guess. Sorry, Anaheim. I don't,
1: I don't know. I don't understand it. But again, back on track. Um, that it, there's so much young talent coming into the league and it's just exploding. Like every draft is such. You're seeing so many more young kids being added that are looking fantastic. Yeah. So.
0: Would you say the league is as a whole better, not as a whole more skilled than it was 20 years ago as a whole across the board? I'd
1: say, I'd say so. Yes. Um, I think there's more talent spread across the league. I think there's more, more overall skill in the league. Um, there's less fighting. There's less stuff like that, and if that's your thing, I get it. But the offense—I mean, as goalies have gotten better, the offense has had to get better to beat those goalies, and finally, it looks like that's happening. So
0: exciting time to be a hockey fan. NHL's got to—I <laughs> mean, they need to step up, but we've covered that before.
1: Yeah, but the global series is
0: a step in the right direction, though. For sure. I mean, that definitely—it's one of the smarter things they've done in a while.
1: Almost oh, definitely. Um, it's going to be—it's going to be great for hockey. It's going to be great for the game. Um, but back to the digital boards. I've covered really everything I had to say on it. So, unless yeah, pretty much statements.
0: Yeah, I mean, really just. I prefer them not, but I understand why they're there is essentially what I'm saying. I mean, it looks gross when they glitch, but I mean, I, I get it. I, I'm not an NHL owner, not a sports team owner. I, I know it's probably very expensive and probably not a lot of upside for certain teams. But I mean, hey, I mean, I, I don't know. I could use the less ads, but that's a whole other conversation. But on a positive thing, we have our coaches and our GM staff extended. I mean, we're not surprised. Let's just keep it honest here. I, I think this is probably finally one of the better decisions this organization's made right i mean i think there's it's pretty much the consensus i would oh, say
1: right abs- absolutely i think i think looking at the direction bill armstrong has took this team he has a very p- clear plan he's seeing it through and we're starting to see the results of that plan
0: um, it's been a painful couple of years but so, it's starting yeah. to pay off
1: but and look I love GMBA as much as anyone else. But the real big thing here is extending and keeping Andre Ternier.
0: Oh, absolutely. If
1: if he had become a free agent next year, how many contenders would be busting down their doors trying to get him? Oh, tons. Looking what he's done the last couple of years, looking at the leaps and bounds these players have made, Turner really is so much the heart and soul of what has made this Coyotes team the Coyotes over since his tenure.
0: Yeah, no, he He's really has been, that culture. It's amazing.
1: It is. He's been everything we've asked for and more. He's been great developmentally. He's His system seems to be getting better, especially as he gets more um, coaches under his wing. But And better I, talent, I guess, too. And better talent. Yes,
0: I mean to be fair, and, when you're rebuilding, you know.
1: If you're not excited to see Logan Cooley under Turnier's tutelage, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know why you're watching
0: hockey. I don't know why you're watching hockey. <laughs> Coyotes hockey, especially. I mean. Uh, this guy i hate it i'm not a dick i know i know but like you know i, I don't understand how like you don't see that mix and you're like oh that's okay like dude are you retarded so are you dumb <laughs> like i don't understand i don't get that i don't know just because we're a team in the. Oh, desert. i mean what it i don't know i just i can't stand it sometimes they're like oh logan what was that thing god i don't know if we talked this in the podcast maybe we did i don't remember but they're like oh logan cooley's just entering early so we can leave early i'm like that doesn't make any sense though like do you hear yourself you know, I love a good conspiracy theory. Especially, tell me, tell me about the Denver airport. Tell me, you know, good.
1: Well, especially when Logan Cooley could have left earlier had he just stayed in college. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I <mean>, guess <laughs> like I, I love a good conspiracy theory. I really do. Tell me about the Denver airport. Tell me about you know this and that. I love it. Give me all the conspiracy theories, but that one makes no sense. I uh, okay. I mean, sure. That yeah. Sure, buddy. Whatever you need to cope with. Oh, man. Oh, do you think, uh, think Dylan Gunther's a full-timer this year? I mean, I think so, but I mean, you have to ask.
1: I think he does, and I think you see him approach the 20-goal, maybe even cross the 20-goal mark this year. Um, so I don't know if you've been paying attention to the lines, but the, Craig Morgan tweeted out that he was on a line with Logan Cooley and I did, yeah. Jason Zucker, so yeah, that would be a very exciting line come come off just the regular uh, season.
0: What twenty four days? Right from now, the time of this recording, I think. Yep. Oh, yes, geez, sir. it's been brutal, man. This has been. Also, we're not rebuilding anymore, so it's like double excited. Like, I always love hockey being on, but now that we're actually going to be going to try and win games, I'm triple excited. I am ready. My jerseys are lined up, perfectly set. Ready to go, I am ready. Jeez, uh, some of those guys—I don't know. I just sorry about that rant there. Hopefully, I don't get fired. But Jesus Christ,
1: I'm so excited for hockey this year. It's not Mm -hmm. even funny. Four dynasty, but I am in like four dynasty leagues, and I have Logan In all but one of them. So,
0: wow, that's nice. Yeah, you can cheer for him four out of five Uh, times.
1: Well, I mean, I'll be cheering out for five out of five times, but because in that fifth league, I have Connor Bedard, I'll probably use it him the trade for college.
0: Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. All right. There is... Um, <laughs> I actually had a conversation with my buddy at work, and this is why I put this on the, the, the docket tonight. He was... We're talking about just hockey, whatever, going to get a Red Bull to their building. Um, and he says um, he thinks that the Howling Head will age well like people kind of want it back in a couple of years and i, I just was curious on, on your thoughts on that one because i mean i know it never really was like people didn't really seem to do love it. love it some uh-huh.
1: do you remember how the kachino was looked at when we got the new
0: jerseys people didn't like it right i remember i mean it was yeah. so i was 2003 i was a you know third grader but
1: it's one of those things where nostalgia on all- Always makes something look mm-hmm. better in hindsight. See the Gordon fish sticks.
0: I like that jersey, though.
1: Exactly. Even then,
0: even then no, I liked it. But I was a kid. I was a kid, you, so, I mean...
1: But, you know. ex- exactly, you were a kid. You liked ugly jerseys.
0: All kids. <laughs> I mean, guess so. Kids. Yeah, I mean, I think of China too. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know.
1: But, um, but, it's not a good jersey. Looking back on it, it's the yeah. like I said, it's the uh nostalgia that makes it good. The logos don't, um, though.
0: I like the logo itself. Like the jersey, yeah, I couldn't work with the logo. I liked. I mean, I know why people didn't like it. I'm not disagreeing, but I thought it was cool. I don't know, but I was also a I think, child.
1: I think you'll see that wave of nostalgia start for the coyote head logo here in the next couple of when years. When the Zoomers start having kids, you've already. Kind of started seeing it with the Greyhound bus logo.
0: Oh yeah, um, I've always liked that jersey. Though. I guess started... I do like ugly jerseys. I liked it back then too. So that was a teenager. I, so I guess I have, I
1: have a, I have a jersey of that. So
0: I liked it. I thought it was cool. It was different. Um, I mean, it, but... I liked that they tried something different.
1: And that's just it. Try something different. Now, I've said this before. And I want your opinion of it. Okay. But when it comes down to the new arena, when we get it all built and we're going in there, should the Coyotes rebrand and revitalize the jerseys again?
0: I think we should keep the Kachina. I think that just is a, a good logo across the board. Looks good on everything. Great logo, great colors. So I think that would be fine. So I would mind them, you know, I think they're gonna lean more towards like that Arizona Knights or Desert Knights, whatever they call it. I keep getting the name wrong. Um, I think that's what they're leaning to personally, especially with this draft using that jersey. I think that's kind of the when they do get the arena, excuse me, built up, that's what they're gonna go for. Looks similar to that. That's at least what I think. Maybe Kachina Head Incorporated, I'm not sure, but that's my guess. It'd be something like that. But I mean I'm I'm fine with it. They there's, Kachina jerseys look good. I mean, <laughs>
1: And I think Red the wings. Arizona Knights jersey is what's really cinched it for me. Is the that they should rebrand when when they get their new arena? It, That's a sweet jersey. So much.
0: Oh, it's grow. I'm I'm it, getting one. I'm getting a Keller one actually here in a couple of weeks when I uh you know cover from this PC price. But I like I them want, a lot.
1: And I want a Cooley one because it's probably my favorite jersey we have in the arsenal right now.
0: I think I I, I know I actually would agree to that was. Beautiful. Still, the purple classic. reverse retro was insane. Just mm-hmm. insanely good. I wish I got an orange Adidas one, one so that. much. I like it on fans. I like the orange one and the stuff around it, like the hoodies and the hats they've had around it. But I on the ice, I don't like the reverse retro, the orange reverse retro. But everywhere else, I do. I own one Adidas one. I love it. I think it looks sweet. But just the ice, God, I can't. It looks too much like burnt orange. I can't. It doesn't look good. That purple, though, oh, that purple was perfect. That was just that homelander down there, to the last minute detail.
1: There is really something about Arizona teams in purple,
0: it fits, it really it's does. Suns, D backs, coyotes.
1: I know, I don't know why, I don't know how because purple isn't a color that suits a lot of teams, but Arizona nope. teams.
0: Maybe sunsets.
1: maybe the Cardinals, maybe the Cardinals <laughs> should start looking at purple purple type team names that they could go to.
0: Yeah, uh, they got to start. I don't know. They need to. There's a lot they need to do over there in Glendale, to be honest. And I will say that the Cardinals jerseys did grow me. The ones like the home ones, they, they've grown on me. Actually, I do like them now. Seeing them on the field, I do like them. I own one. I have a <laughs> Buddha Baker, so maybe a little bias on that, but I do <laughs> like them. But the black one is mysteriously missing. Have you not... noticed that? Have you noticed they cut the black one completely? Can't buy them. Can't see them. They have no recollection of them. They're gone.
1: I don't know why. I wonder why that is. That is weird.
0: It's weird, right? Go look. I, I looked everywhere. I looked on Fanatics. Can't buy them. The only place I saw one for sale was Cardinal Stadium. It was like a youth one. Like some leftover piece. And even then, there's team store they usually have the mannequins that wear the jerseys. They're not. There's not a third mannequin there. So I don't know if they why they pulled it if they're going to re-unveil it or something, I don't know, but maybe next year's draft, we get a new alternate. Maybe. I don't know. So that was interesting. It's also interesting that we're selling the reverse retros, but nobody else. It is. is, That
1: is, that is really interesting that that was the first Jersey that Cooley got announced.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if they just had extra like a ton of stock. Well, I was, the only thing I could think of is I went to Dick's when I got my cost to spare one. It was uh, it was actually cheaper than the other ones, so I don't know it was 190. that's usually the price of the fanatics. so I don't know if it's just a mistag or what, but I mean I, I don't know. it was definitely weird that they were the only team still promoting them.
1: I don't, so I don't know if that could be because them. maybe maybe we were blown away by the purple jersey sales and thought that this one would do just as good and it didn't. But,
0: it's the same jersey, essentially, just Desert Sienna. I mean, I think they just put two similar, I guess.
1: Too similar and just an uglier color combination.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that purple was just, that was perfect. They nailed that. That one was... They really did. That was something else. Well, like I said, I mean, the rest of the stuff around the new reverse retro. I do like, I have a couple hats that have, you know, based on that one. I think I have a, I have a shirt too. So I mean, I, I like it. I think it's pretty sweet, but the Jersey stuff on the ice, I can't do that. That's gross. But, I mean, I think that's actually all I had on the docket. Um, so if you have anything else you want to add before we close out, anything you want to, any last words before we end the no, show,
1: we're going to, we're going to start breaking down the upcoming season, uh we're going to be recording Saturday i think next not this yeah. Saturday but yeah not the this Saturday, Saturday but... after and recording the start of our season preview coverage yep. so
0: which would be the start of season that? 4 of us by the way yeah, crazy to think
1: incredible yep. it really is
0: i have we're still on um, the air
1: <laughs> we might be running a couple uh guys short over the next couple of weeks
0: but yep um, it'll be a cycle of us throughout. Yes, Haynes will be on sometimes, Matt will be on sometimes, Chase, Grandy, a couple of guests yep. here and there. So,
1: but we are definitely looking forward to it because I mean, it's really hard to describe how excited
0: I am for this season hockey. Me too. And you know, the exciting part is if you go to slash ESPN, you can get. ESPN Plus with us, obviously. <laughs> had a great one there until the very end. Um, you can watch them with us. We'll be watching them pretty much every night whenever we can. So please, inside the rink.com ESPN. Support the show. Support us. Give them some love. Uh, inside the rink will also feature a lot of Grandy's Great, great writings. As long as our other brothers and sister podcasts that are out there. We're covering every hockey league, I think, now, right? The AHL, I think, just got something. ECHL has a lot swedish league i think so lots of good hockey content on there even has an app on the google play and apple app stores so pretty great gotta love it i put on the screen there too so but uh back to what we're saying um i know we have we have a lot planned. Actually, we have a couple of things. I have a couple of segments that I've had planned so we get more people on here. We'll do those. We'll obviously have our firesides every now and then, which I do like these a lot. Yeah. Um, one hmm.
1: thing we did have is, did you have a question of the week this week?
0: Oh, thank you for reminding me. You knew I'd forget. See, this is, well, we make a good team. So, I had this written down a while ago. Obviously, the show you know, whatever, whatever. Baldur's Gate came out recently, and by recently, I mean a month and a half ago. And I was curious. I'm gonna give you a coyote. I'll give you three since you know it's just you and I. I'm going to tell me at least his class, but you can give a race you think he'd play as well. I'd be okay with that. That is also acceptable. So we're gonna start okay. with Clayton um, with go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say Liam O'Brien Barbarian okay. Dwarf.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Joking no no, no, no kidding. Plus, do Clayton Keller was the one that uh, I had.
1: Oh, so, how nerdy do you want me to get?
0: I This is your answer, sir. The floor is yours. You can say whatever you want.
1: So, uh, I'm going to say Clayton Keller is... Oh, that's... Clayton Keller is a sorcerer.
0: Okay, why a sorcerer?
1: Um, lots of tricks to his game. Whereas, ah, there have it is. Okay. hand trips. Uh, he may not have that one defining skill like Ovechkin has with his um slap shot, which would be his spell. Um, so yeah, he uses a lot of the little things to win.
0: I like that. That's yeah. That's a cancer. I like that. And lastly, let's go with Shane Doan. A little old school there. Bring back the captain.
1: Shane Doan.
0: So mm-hmm. I think he's a paladin. It.
1: No, Personally. I don't. no, I mean, it could be, but I saw him as the most dependable class in whether you want to go D&D or Baldur's Gate. He is a fighter. He is well-rounded. He can do a little bit of everything. He's very dependable. Every party can use him. Um, he fits every scenario, every everything, and that's generally the type of guy you want leading the team. Although paladins do work with the uh, charisma, because you need charisma yep. to be a good paladin. So,
0: yeah, he's very charismatic. in his uh, AC so, commercials, not not the best, but.
1: So we'll say paladin multiclassed into fighter. Okay.
0: Well, there you have it, folks, if you were curious.
1: That is the dirtiest we've ever been on this podcast. we can <laughs> say something. Wow. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> I thought it would be a fun <laughs> question, though. No.
1: no. You, now now I'm going to give you two, and I want okay. you to give me a okay. race and class. I didn't get r- okay. really give races, races for them, but that's because... It's kind of hard to, yeah. The class is the fun part. Um... Lawson Krause.
0: Lawson Krause. Hmm. Little rusty. I haven't not played Baldur's 3 yet, though. Like I said, PC's being built. We'll get that ASAP. But, I have... I played D&D. I do know D&D. Yes, I do. Hmm. (sighs) Lawson Krause. I can see him as a couple of things. But... Hmm... Hmm I'll go with I'll go with fighter for the similar reason to Shane Doan, I guess, if I had to kind of equate it
1: Yep, that's exactly the top. what I was
0: thinking too. That's what I'm thinking, I really had to think about it. I was like, wow, well, you see him as. Eh. So I think Fighter would be the ultimate decision. I really like and Krause a lot. I like that class a lot. It's my main wow class, which is further to nerdiness on this podcast. Go Alliance. but
1: Now, my other one is JJ Moser.
0: JJ Moser? Hmm. That's a good one. I do like JJ Moser too. The Swiss. Hmm. Well, I think I like... He's a defense. So I think of you know having a shield. So I, I, I would say... So you know Paladin's really good in defense off the top of my head. So I might have to go with that. I don't know if he's a big religious guy, but I imagine the hockey gods are nice to him. So maybe that'll work as well. I'm thinking for the AC, his giant shield, a hammer... I think that would be Swiss Hammer. I think I'll go with that. What do you think about J.J. Moser, though? Curious what you put him as.
1: Okay, so this one's a little bit out there. But it's okay. my personal favorite D&D class. And okay, it is Monk.
0: Oh, I see. I almost thought, but I was like, no, I like the defenseman with the shield. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Monk is a good one. Yeah.
1: Again, a guy who... is surprisingly effective at a lot of different areas. Um but needs the right composition around him. Uh he is that makes sense. and I, and I think that's well, that's I'm look that's probably the primarily reason is JJ No it makes my sense. My pick for the coyotes breakout player this year he's one of my favorite players and Monk is my favorite class, so that's probably the reason for this pick, but still.
0: No, it makes. I can see it though, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I'm not against it.
1: Now that we've lost three quarters of our audience... Yeah, right. (laughs) Let's close this out.
0: Yeah, let's close it out indeed. So, uh, we will see you guys probably next week. The larger roster, kind of more of our traditional showing. Uh, YouTube will have our pretty faces back on there, I assure you. Um, but if you're interested, we will talk out about the rules and, and stuff about our uh, Fantasy Hockey League, what it entails, whether it's prizes and rules and what's and such. Um, but from all of us here, the Chirpin' Yotes podcast, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate us, five stars, like us on YouTube, comment on YouTube. Um, and until next time, we'll be seeing you.